think of present events as being caused by past events. And therefore, we tend to regard ourselves as the puppets of the past, as driven along by something that is always behind us. Now, to overcome this impression, it's very simple. You begin again with an experiment. Approach the world through your ears. If you shut your eyes and make contact with reality, purely with your ears, and you will realize that the sounds you are hearing are all coming out of silence. You hear, and it fades away. Fades, 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 fades. And finally disappears. It's a curious world, this, isn't it? Because you hear all the realities in it. sounds suddenly coming out of nothing you don't see any reason for them to begin they just appear and then they echo away through the corridors of the mind which we call memory now if you open your eyes it's a little harder to see this with your eyes because unlike sounds, the eyes sound static. Or rather, they look static. Everything looks still to your eyes. But you must understand, the world you are looking at, say when you look at a light, that light is vibrating. Material things are vibrations, and they are vibrating at you now in the same way as the sound is vibrating on your ears. In other words, the present world that you see is a vibration coming just as the sound comes out of silence. The light is coming out of space. It's coming out of nothing straight at you now and echoing away into the past. So the course of time is really very much like the course of a ship in the ocean. Because here's the ship, you see, and it leaves behind it a wake. The wake fades out, and that tells us where the ship has been, in just the same way as the past and our memory of the past tells us what we have done.
But as we go back into the past, and we go back and back to prehistory, and we use all kinds of instruments and scientific methods for detecting what happened, we eventually reach a point where all record of the past fades away in just the same way as the wake of the ship. Now, the important thing to remember in this illustration is that the wake doesn't drive the ship. Any more than the tail wags the dog. Brothers and sisters, welcome to the meaning stream number 162. It's number 162. We in here. We got the record player. We got a record playing on it. That was a record. Did you hear it? It was a record. Where the ship has been. DJ. Now, if you open. DJ. Nice. Nice. Yes, we got a record player. We've got records. And finally. We've been waiting for what? Like nearly a month? Nearly a month? Uh, we got the first, we got the, we did, uh, well, let me, let me back it up. Let me back it up. So a couple of months ago, we did a crowdfunding campaign to get uh, vinyl, to get vinyl happening, to make vinyl happen. You know, vinyl. You know, vinyl. You know, vinyl. Uh, yeah, vinyl is this stuff. It's like a, it's like a circle. It's like a magic circle that makes sound. It's a magic circle that plays music. It's very, very crazy. If you were born after, I don't know, 1990 or something, you might think that music just kind of like comes out of the air, you know? Comes out of a computer, comes out of a phone, uh, you know, something like that. Out of a computer, out of a phone, uh, out of an elevator, out of a TV. But, well, yeah, that's not the only place it comes out of. It can also come out of a beautiful uh, vinyl circle. Vinyl. Vinyl. Vinyl is a, is a kind of material. It's a special kind of material that God likes. You know, it's a special kind of material that God is very fond of. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty magical. You have like grooves and a needle and it spins around and a needle sort of caresses it. A needle sort of caresses it fondly, you know, and uh, music comes out. It's pretty crazy. Now, one of the one of the benefits of this uh, amazing technology that maybe you've never seen before, but here it is, you know, right there. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, just visualize uh, a beautiful black circle. One of the benefits of, the, of this thing is uh, uh, if you had some particularly violent sunspot activity, uh, that could wipe out every hard drive on the planet. That would get rid of everything on Spotify. Boom. Just like that. Everything on Spotify, boom, gone, just like that. Everything on any streaming service, gone, just like that. In fact, all that would remain would be these, if you wanted to listen to music anyway. Well, it'd be these or like, you know, listening to someone bang a rock. You know, bang a rock on a table. You know, you'd have to listen to something like that. You know, it's some of that kind of business. Who is it the other day? Someone was, I saw someone on Twitter posting one of those, uh, you know, best rapper of all time links around and 
they had Eminem at number one or something. And uh, a wise homie of mine, Rob Percy, had replied and said, uh, you know, he wouldn't put Eminem at number 1,436 on his list. And uh, I thought he was being generous, frankly. And, uh, you know, I think some people confuse uh, rapping with uh, shouting really, really fast. Shouting cringe stuff really, really fast. That's not rapping. Shouting cringe stuff really, really fast is not rapping. That's that's a d- different thing. And we need a name for it. We need a name for it because it's the thing that people do. Shouting cringe stuff really fast. You know, puns. L- verbose puns at, at high speed. I mean, uh, you know, people who used to write for music magazines, like The Enemy and uh, Melody Maker and things like that, they would write puns. You know, you wouldn't put them in lists of, of geniuses, would you? No. You'd put them in, in, a, in a, the doll queue is what you would do with them. Uh, but anyway, uh, I digress. <laughs> I digress. So we had a plan uh, to save Meaning Wave, you know, to secure the future of Meaning Wave, to save it from particularly violent sunspot activity and other such uh, potential disasters. Maybe some aliens turn up with a giant magnet. You never know. You never know what's going to occur. Aliens could indeed show up with a giant magnet. Brothers and sisters, they could. And then what are you going to do? They wipe out all your hard drives. And then where are you? Hey, you're in a, you're in a terrible place, baby, because you don't have Meaning Wave. Well, now you do. Now you do, because uh, What's Wave 6 exists on vinyl. We listened to it uh, three or four weeks ago when the test pressings came through from the, uh, the vinyl factory, the vinyl pressing plant. And uh, what you listened to at the beginning of this broadcast, which was Time on the 7-inch. That came through, too, with a beautiful B-side, which nobody has heard. Only me. Only me and the people in the pressing plant. And my beautiful wife, Charlotte, who had to listen to uh, 10 of the things to make sure they were all consistent. Yes! Well, anyway, uh, we were waiting on the uh, second of the vinyl, so we did this, uh, we did a campaign, you know, to get some uh, Meaning Wave on vinyl. And we did The Web of Life, parts one and two, on vinyl, plus a seven-inch. That's what we did. And we've already heard part two. That arrived, like, four weeks ago or something, three weeks ago. And we listened to it, and it was amazing. Hurrah, we said. Hurrah. Very amazing, very glad were we. Very amazing, very glad were we. So we listened to it. And, uh, yeah, then we were waiting for uh, part one, you know. And part one got held up at customs because the government uh, claimed it. The government said, what is this? This might be some... I don't know what they thought it was. I don't know what kind of suspicious package or... You know, I guess some kind of, uh, you know, illicit psychotechnology. I don't know what they thought was going on. I mean, we'll put it across to you. Let's put it across to you for the international high five. Why do you think... Why do you think uh, the people, the government people at Customs impounded What's Wave 5? And also tell me where you came from to get to the MAZ today. But why do you think they did? And they kept it for weeks. They kept it for weeks, and they wouldn't let it go. It took a lot of uh, weird wrangling to let them, uh, to convince them to let it go eventually, and they eventually did uh, last week. And we got it today. Hurrah! We got it. 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 Yes, we do. Case says, uh, "What is the next album you're going to immortalize in vinyl?" Well, let's get this one done first, and then we can talk about that. You know, this is the first one we've done. It was like. We'd never done one before. It was a whole process. We had to work it out, you know. Uh, but we did. We worked it out, and it's, uh, I'm very excited, you know. Uh, and we're, this is the final bit of the process: is listening. We're gonna listen. Where is it? We're gonna listen. 
We're going to listen and we're going to check it's good. We have to check it's good. It better be good. Oh my goodness. What if it isn't? What will we do? But uh, if it is good, then it gets pressed and then it goes out to you and you get it and you go, oh my goodness, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life and also the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. And then we can move on to the next one by Joe. But you know, we've got to make sure this one is done correctly. You get it in your hands and you love it. You gotta love it, baby. Hey. I wanna check something. Ooh, that was close. <laughs> you, you nearly got the B side. Oops, oops, oops. That would have been funny. Yeah. And, 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 and the wake, wake, wake fades out. And then where the ship has been. In just the same way as the past and our memory of the past tells us what we have done. But as we go back into the past and we go back and back to prehistory and we use all kinds of instruments and scientific methods for detecting what happened, we eventually reach a point fades away in just the same way as the wake of the ship. Now the important thing to remember in this illustration... Oh, excuse me, I got lost there for a second. I was A-being, but then I realized there was A-being. I was A-being with an instrumental. I want to A-B with the actual thing. Wait, let me let me A-B. I just want to make sure that uh, I've got the record player hooked up correctly. You know, record players, it's, it's interesting. They, uh, well, they're record players, you know. They don't, they don't act like uh, Spotify. They don't act like MP3 players. They don't act like CD players. They're their own thing. You know, and they're quite particular, and uh, you have to tune them, and all sorts of weirdness. You have to do all sorts of weird shit with these things, baby. Yes, you do. Uh, to make sure they're correct. And, uh, yeah, so let's make sure it's correct. We think of present events. Because... Where the ship has been. Let's get them both at the beginning, shall we? And you can join me. This will be scientific. We can do it together. I like it when we do things together. How about you? Huh? How about you? Do you like it when we do things together? Because I do. All right. We we think of present events as being caused events as being caused by past events. Hard ourselves as the puppets of the past. Hard ourselves as the puppets of the past by something that is always behind us. Something that is always behind us. Now, to overcome wow. this impression, it's very simple. To overcome this impression, it's very simple. Again with an experiment. You begin again with an experiment. Through your ears. If you shut your eyes and make contact with reality, and make contact with reality. And you will realize... Isn't that crazy? Can you tell? Can you tell, by the way? Uh, one of them is just a, is warmer and thicker. It's so strange. ...of silence. You hear? And it fades away. And finally disappears. Disappears. And one is a little sort of sharper and more brittle. All the realities in it. The 
sounds. Suddenly coming out hey. of nothing. You don't see any reason for them to begin. They just appear and then they echo away through the corridors of the mind, which we call memory. Now, if you open your eyes, it's a little harder to see this with your eyes because unlike sounds... Uh, sounding very nice, I've got to say. Uh, someone's saying they need it louder. Someone wants it louder. They look How's the volume for everybody in general? ...to your eyes. But you must understand, the world you are looking at, say, when you look at a light, that light is vibrating. Oh, I know. Material things are vibrations, and they are vibrating at you now. There you go. How's that? Same way as the sound. How's that, baby? Hello, Caroline H. Says I'm enjoying this adventure we're having together. Hey, me too. All that you see is a vibration coming, just as the sound comes out of silence. The light is coming out of space. Yeah, yeah. It's coming out of nothing, straight at you now, and echoing away. So the course of time, so the course of time of a ship, very much like the course. Absolutely astounding. One is uh, a little sort of thin and brittle, and the other one is uh, thick and warm and goopy. Because here's the ship, you see. Hey, hey. And it leaves behind it. Awake. And, 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 and the wake, wake, wake fades out. And that tells us where the ship has been. Yeah. In just the same way as the past and our memory of the past tells us what we have done. But as we go... Yeah, I can't bear listening to some, anything that isn't vinyl now. That sounds horrible. What the heck? Why? Why? I don't understand. Point where all ah, soothing. Fades away soothing on the air. Just the same way as the wake of the... The wake doesn't drive the ship. The wake doesn't drive the ship. Baffling! Anyway, all right, fine. Uh, a and B's reckons young government inspectors have never seen vinyl albums. Cody Khan says they wanted to listen to it. Uh, Ego Cognis, Little Rock, they were scared of Meaning Wave existing. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. That's possible. Joshua Trance has got to prepare for the giant meteor headed towards the Earth. Well, there's another one, isn't there? we got another meteor headed towards the Earth. I do believe it's the size of one of those uh, race car beds, though. A race car children's bed. I think it's about the size of one of them, so I wouldn't worry. Uh, I mean, of course, I mean, if it hit you, you it'd hurt, but the thing is going to burn up before it, it gets anywhere near you, isn't it? Unless you happen to be, I don't know, chilling on one of Elon Musk's space cars or whatever's going on. You know, so I won't worry. Uh, Shouts out to uh, those race car beds. I once had one. I once slept in one. I lived with a drug dealer for a short amount of time. It was very weird. I didn't know he was a drug dealer. Uh, I thought he was a clothes salesman. I met him in uh, the Bull Ring in Birmingham. He was selling clothes, but he was also a drug dealer. And, uh, yeah, I was like... So I needed somewhere to live or something. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I've got a place. 
And then I get there, and basically he was like, this is a kid's room. And he's like, yeah, wife took the kids. I was like, okay. Anyway. AP says, government is not about the wave. I think some of them probably are. I bet we've got friends in the government. Shouts out to the government. Hello. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to say hi to my NSA guy. Hi, NSA guy. And uh, I'll also say hi to the uh, FBI guy. Where's the FBI guy? Is the FBI guy over here? Uh, hi, FBI guy. Hi. Uh, where's my Mossad guy? I've got, I'm sure I've got a Mossad guy. Hey, Mossad guy. Hey. And uh, maybe I've got a British Secret Service guy. I don't know. Or a Scotland Yard guy. Is that you over? Is that hi? How are you doing? Uh, shouts out to all the intelligence agencies. Shouts out to all the, the alphabet people. You know, uh, with the professional ones. Um, you know, not the ones who are, who are a community. There's all these different things, you know. There's only so many letters and they've all got a lot to do. Letters are overworked, you know. They probably need a union. Uh, anyway, AP says, government inspecting alien vinyl technology. Probably are. Luke says they held it up due to weight and size and because it was coming from Mexico to Texas. Drugs. But it wasn't coming from Mexico. It was coming from Poland. Unless it went via Mexico. I don't know why that would happen, though. I think Poland's over the other side. You know, Poland's where my grandfather came from. Uh, you know, so it's a family thing. Uh, Luke says they wanted to see if they could collect taxes off you. I mean, that's probably likely. Probably likely, huh? Uh, yeah. Pixie, Auckland, New Zealand, concerned the vinyl would unleash epic activities as yet unseen in the peak of recorded human history. Indeed, indeed, indeed. That's a likely thing. Might get in the way of some plans. They might have some plans. AP says, what's the CD? You don't want to know. Don't worry about that. They don't do particularly well with Sunspot Activity. I mean, they don't last very well at all. Everyone's like, CDs, they're amazing. This is the future. We're going to charge you twice as much as an album. Buy everything again. They just made everyone to rebuy everything on cassettes. It's funny to me now, because you think about it, cassettes lasted like, I don't know, seven years or something. MP3s have been around for like 20 years. The cassette, its lifespan was very short before it was then replaced by CD. Uh, the music business had this wonderful swizz going. They were like, uh. We can sell everyone the same shit multiple times. We'll just keep putting on a different thing. They tried to do mini discs. That didn't really work, you know. But they did manage to sell my dad the same album uh, on vinyl, then cassette, then CD, and then probably, I don't know, actually. I don't know what he does now. I'll have to ask him. Does he still buy CDs? I mean, he had so many CDs, my dad. Shout out to my dad. Uh, and shouts out to the internet. The internet seems to be packing up. That's good news, obviously. Wonderful. That's what we like. We That's what we like. We like it when the internet packs up. Uh, do I need to switch to a different internet? I got two internets. You know, luckily we got two internets here just for when one of them starts buggering up. You know, anyway, let's see how this one goes. Let's keep an eye on it for a minute. Maybe it's going to be okay. Maybe it's going to be okay. We were trying to do an international high five before we played this record. By goodness. Uh... Case says, I can hear the difference, but I'm also wearing 600 OM headphones. OM. Hey, good for you. Proud of you. Uh, I, thank you, Alec Moran, for the support. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, Miss Superconductor says, wait, why Tom Hanks's? What, what, what? Uh, Joe's Bakery says, you need to put more isotope vinyl on the digital version. 
I can't put any, if I put any more in it, that's all you'll hear. <laughs> no, no, I actually don't, well, ah, oh, hang on. over to the other internet, see how that does. See how we get on with this one. There's got to be a smart way, if there's any geniuses out there who know of any kind of device that can switch between two internets. So if one of them stops working, the other one will just pick it up seamlessly. I feel that has to be a thing. It's got to be a thing. Anyway. Anyway, uh, smash that like. Kailash Rascal and Echo says, good job pissing him off, Akira. Who? Who did I piss off? What did I do? I got, I got so confused with the internet. Cozy Khan says, Ethernet Cable Man. What is that? Like Superman, but more annoying. This superconductor says, every time Tom Hanks gets said, it stalls. Really? Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. Oh, shit. That was stupid, he might appear behind me with his filthy disease. Yeah, that's no good. No, 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 we can't be having that. No, we can't be having that. We're having a, a listening party. We're going to listen to some vinyl. We're going to do it right now. Are you ready? I think the internet's working. Are you ready? Let's do that high five. Across space and time, if you locked in live, let's do a high five, baby. Do you like a high five? Yes, you do. Yeah, do. Dong. Three, two, one. Hurrah! High five, international. All over the world. Sigmund Wong got here so we can do it now. We were waiting for Sigmund Wong. And uh, now Sigmund Wong is here. Sigmund Wong is here. So we can now put the record on the turntable. Uh, this is going to be very ASMR. Are you ready? Are you excited? Are you awash with joy and glee? Uh, this is very, uh, you know, this is a very pivotal moment in Meaning Wave history. Pivotal moment in Meaning Wave history. What's Wave 5? We're going to listen to it. Uh, if it's good, it gets pressed and Meaning Wave vinyl will then exist. It'll get, po- it'll get mailed out to you. You'll receive it. It'll exist in the world. Uh, if it sounds shit, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> but... Uh, so let's hope it doesn't. And, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know about hope. Hope's weird, huh? Uh, I just always assume everything's going to be great. That's what I do. That's my, uh, that's my plan. It's a good plan, too. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, in the words of Andre 3000, all right, all right, all right. Uh, do you ever get a bit nervous when you're putting a vinyl on? Does that ever happen to you? Does it? It's going to take a moment to do the sacred blowing of the vinyl. you got to blow on it. you got to blow on the vinyl. Blow on the What's Wave 5 test pressing, because that's what this is. If you just popped in, you don't know what's going on. We're about to listen to the What's Wave 5, the Web of Life, 
part one, vinyl test pressing. If it sounds good, we are going to press a whole gang of them, and you're going to get them. How about that? All right. Uh, it looks pretty good. It landed pretty nicely. Okay. Let's see what you got, Mister. Ah, nice. That's the wrong side. Oh, that's a D. I thought that was an A. I mean, you know, sometimes you get the D. And the A. That looks like a D. I wrote, oh, goodness, yeah. See, it looks like an E, but it's a D. Well, good to know that that one works, but now, no, the suspense. The suspense is killing me. All right, let's try that again. Let's try that again. Uh, what's Wave 5? What's Wave 5? The Web of Life uh, part... Part one, side A. That okay? That's an A. Look at it. You know, I should know my own writing by now, but I don't write myself too many letters, you know. And that's really annoying because you notice the way I put that one on previously was perfect, right? There was no crackle, no scratch. It just lowered down in the perfect place. Anyway, we can try it again. Oh yeah, we've got to do the customary blowing of the vinyl. Okay, we did the customary blowing of the vinyl. It was good. 33 RPM. That's revolutions per minute. Oh, the internet is not good. Okay, we'll swap it over to the other internet. Man, who else would get cursed with two shit internets, huh? Well, lots of people, lots of people. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be, uh, you know, making it about me having bad luck with the internet. No, no, no. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Prayers for the internet and prayers for the vinyl. Let's get it. There you go. Let's go. Let's go. Akira. He's got clout. The web of life. Let me try from the first to indicate the point that we're aiming at. The point is this, that human consciousness is at the same time as being a form of awareness and sensitivity and understanding. It's also a form of ignorance. The ordinary everyday consciousness that we have out more than it takes in. The ordinary everyday consciousness that we have leaves out more than it takes in. And because of this, it leaves out things that are terribly important. It leaves out things that would, if we did know them, Allay our anxieties and fears and horrors. 
extend our awareness, you see, to include those things that we leave out, we would have a deep interior peace. Because we would all know the one thing that you mustn't know. The ordinary everyday consciousness that we have leaves out more than it takes in. The ordinary everyday consciousness that we have of our particular social game. One thing you mustn't know that's really not allowed that is the lowdown on life. And then the lowdown on the one hand means the real dirt on things. But the lowdown is also what is profound, what is mysterious, what is in the depths. And there's something left out. And our everyday consciousness screens this out in the same way that when you say you have weaving, you have, say, on this rug here in front of us. When the black finishes here, the black threads will go underneath and then appear again over here, and they'll go underneath the white, and then they'll appear again over here, you know? So that the back will be the obverse pattern of the front. Now, the world is like that. Ordinary everyday consciousness that we have leaves out more than it takes in. The ordinary everyday consciousness that we have leaves out more than it takes in. Our sense organs are selective. They pick out certain things they're receptive. For example, we have a small, small band, what you might call a spectrum of light, of sound, of tactile sensation and so on, to which the human organism is sensitive. But we know that outside that small band, there is a huge range of vibrations to which we have built instruments that are sensitive. Things like cosmic rays, ultraviolet rays, gamma rays, hard x-rays and so on they're all outside the band of our spectrum and obviously there are things that are outside the range of our instruments we may build new instruments someday which will evoke bring into our consciousness other orders of vibration altogether but yet as yet we don't know about so you could imagine you see the universe is a vast vast system of vibrations and has infinite possibilities the ordinary everyday consciousness that we have leaves out more than it takes in the ordinary everyday consciousness that we have
it takes in. Yo, what up? This album sounds amazing already. <laughs> what a great album. I haven't actually listened to this album all the way through, by the way, since I released it. Actually, I haven't listened to it all the way through since before I released it. How about that? Joe's Bakery, thank you very much for the 50 pounds. What a lovely thing to do. It says, discovering this album was one of the highlights of 2019 for me. I drove all around Portugal in my camper listening to it, and it made me fall in love with music again. I've since listened to it maybe 100 times. Thanks for gifting it to us and all you do. Thank you, bless. That's a beautiful thing. I had a little tear on my left face. God bless you. Ooh, this sounds nice. Ah, oh, let's make my tummy do that funny thing. Yeah, come on, baby. All these vibrations, you know, are like the strings on a harp. And the harps that the angels are supposed to play in heaven are really this huge possibility. Something you forgot. 
See, everybody's forgotten something. See, we left it out. Just missed it. See? See? And so I can bring this out, what you've forgotten, if I ask you, who are you? Well, you say I'm Paul Jones, or whatever your name happens to be. I say, oh, no, no, I don't, don't give me that stuff. Who are you, really? Who are you? Way five vinyl test pressings. We're doing it live. It could go incredibly wrong, but it's just going oh so right. Oh, that felt good. How you feeling out there? How's it sounding out there now, in uh, MAZ? What I would call a really swinging human being is a person who lives on two levels at once. He's able to live on the level of being his ordinary ego, his everyday personality, and play his role in life and observe all the rules and so on, that go with that. But if he's only on that level, if he's only playing that kind of thing and thinks that's all there is, it becomes a drag. And he starts being the kind of person who feels 
that he's just got to go on surviving. It's terribly important to go on surviving. Live. He works at that. And his children learn the same attitude from him. He says, well, I, I've got to survive because I've got all these children I want to support and so on and so forth. And then they take the same attitude. They breed up children and they feel compulsive about supporting them. They've got to go on. And so nobody really has any fun. It's just... We've got to make this thing, see? And you don't have to. See, whenever I get somebody who comes to me and says, I really can't go on and I have to commit suicide, I say, well, that's entirely, uh, you're, you're right. There's really no reason why you should go on, and if you want to commit suicide, do it. You can check out. Of course, this <laughs> reduces anxiety when they feel free to commit suicide. They don't really have to commit suicide so, so much. Damn, that's a beautiful record right there. He's got clout. The sense that you just have to go on living. Hey. That life is a must. Hey. When you say to anything spontaneous, see, life is spontaneous. It happens in the words of the Taoist. Zeran, which means of itself so. That's their Chinese expression for nature. What happens by itself, what isn't pushed, but it just pops up, you see? You came into being, you know? It happens in a kind of a plop way like that, see? Now, you can't tell that process. You ought to happen. You must happen. Because that puts a bind on it. In the same way as when you have a child and all the relatives have come to a party on Thanksgiving, the child into the middle of all the relatives and say, now dear, play. Now dear, now dear, play, play. Now dear, now dear, play, play. Play on demand, play on demand, play on demand, play on demand, play, play. 
absolutely bugs the child to do it like that. And so this is the problem for every artist. Because an artist is a man who makes his living by playing. Whether he's dancing, painting, or playing music, or whatever it is. And he has to overcome this problem. He has to know how to play in public at a given time on an appointment. See? And that's not an easy thing to learn. But when you catch on to the trick of it, you can do it. To play on demand. That's the hardest lesson of life. To contrive what is called by my Japanese artist friend Saburo Hasegawa, a controlled accident. Now dear, now dear, play, play, now dear, now dear, play, play, play on demand, on demand, play on demand, on demand, play on demand, on demand, play, play, say now dear, now dear, play, play, now dear, now dear, play, play, play on demand, on demand, play on demand, on demand, play on demand, on demand, play, play, now dear, now dear, play, play, now dear, now dear, play, play, play on demand, on demand, play on demand, on demand, play on demand, on demand, play, play, say now dear. Oh man! Why is this? Why is everything sound so much better on vinyl? I don't get it. It's amazing. How's this shiny black thing do this? Little wiggly, little wiggly shiny black thing and a needle. That's just mental. What up, Red King? Thank you for the support. So it sounds incredible. Alan Watts would be proud of how beautiful this is. I know, right? I think you're right. Uh, Pixie's in the house. Thank you, Pixie, for the NZ10 buck. Oh, man. Every one of us is an aperture through which the whole cosmos... Oh, you kidding me? As if this exists. The thing is that, that, that we have been educated to use our minds in a certain way. A way that ignores or screens out the fact, 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 fact that every one of us is an aperture through which the whole cosmos looks out. Every one of us is an aperture through which the whole cosmos looks out you see it's as if you had a light light covered with a black ball and in this ball were pinholes and each pinhole is an aperture through which the light comes out so in that way every one of us is actually a pinhole through which the fundamental light that is the existence itself looks out only the game we're playing is uh, not to know this. To be only that little hole, which we call me, my ego, my specific John Joe, or whatever. Every one of us is an aperture 
through which the whole cosmos looks out. Every one of us is an aperture through which the whole cosmos looks out. If we can maintain at the same time the sense of being this specific John Jones with his role in life or whatever, and know also underneath this that we are the whole works. You get a very marvelous and agreeable arrangement. A most remarkable harmoniousness. I mean, it gives one's life a great sense of joy and exuberance. If you can carry on these two things at once. If you, in other words, you know that all the serious predicaments of life are a game. Every one of us is an aperture through which the whole cosmos looks out. Every one of us is an aperture through which the whole cosmos looks out. Sounds amazing. And, uh, oh, that was the end of side A. That was the end of side A. Oh, I forgot about the whole side A, side B thing. That just makes it an even bigger adventure. Wow, what do we think of the program so far? Hey, thank you, Mike B, for the zip support. Uh, Victory says that sticker, and I think you're right, baby. Well, no, I don't want to... You know, I don't, I don't want to uh, get ahead of ourselves here, but we can say that side A, I think side A was a uh, victory. It sounded amazing. Also, I haven't listened to this record since I made it, and it's really good. There's, you know, some of the songs I'll play on Meaning Stream, but I haven't, like, listened to it sequentially. And, like, uh, I haven't really heard that Swinging Human song, and that's crazy good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Perfect. What's everyone saying out there? Spence Barris is so good. Cindy Bailey says, Perfect. <laughs> uh, Dan Frank's applauding. Uh, people seem happy. This is nice. Joshua Tran says, It's contagious and analog rather than discrete like digital formats. Oh, it's continuous and analog. I love the continuous aspect of it. I love that aspect of it. It's not like multiple little things stitched together. It's like big things. Big things. Matt Carter says, Did I make it in time? Just finished my daily run listening to Goggins. Get after it, baby. Proud of you. Uh, Sigmund Wong uh, says, side A, solid victory. Mike B says, side A, more like side yay. <laughs> Joel, I show. What's up, baby? Arrocho says, your Alan Watts collection is fire. Thank you, baby. And uh, now on vinyl. Now on vinyl. A little bit of it is now on vinyl. 
And we're going to go in on side B. All right, baby, let's go. Side B, let's get it. Oh, shoot, are you kidding me? of nature that is something just like um, patterns on the waves out here patterns on the waves patterns on the waves patterns on the waves You know, we pick up shells. I always keep one around, sort of an example. Many things. Say, my goodness, isn't that gorgeous? There's not an aesthetic fault in it anywhere. It's absolutely perfect. Now, I wonder. I wonder if these fish look at each other's shells and say, don't you think she's kind of fat? Oh my, those markings aren't really very well spaced. Because that's what we do. Patterns on the way. That's what we do. 
this is an incredibly good album. <laughs> it sounds so nice. Shouts out to those seagulls. Piano there. Here at the dawn. Ah! Oh. Ah! Oh, you kidding me? Yo! Get this guy all the Grammys. Woo! We have specialized in a certain kind of awareness that makes us neglectful. See, we specialize in more or less briefly concentrated pinpoint attention. We look at this and we look at that. And we select from all the things we might possibly be aware of only certain things. And as a result of that, we leave out of our everyday consciousness one amazing beauty of experience that we never see at all. And on the other hand, the very deep thing, the sense of our basic identity, unity with, oneness with, the total process of being. See, because we are staring, as it were, at certain features of the landscape. We don't see the background. And because we get fascinated with, you know, I could go into details of the shell, as I said, and put myself in the mind of a conch or whatever it is that lives in this thing. And to say, um, mm, that's not so hot, that one. Like that, see? And so, I wouldn't see the whole thing. But when I look at it like this, when anybody looks at it like that, we say, oh my God, isn't that gorgeous? forgot about that and do you know do you know what incredible restraint it took for me to not put drums on that song it was incredible restraint to not put drums on that song but i wanted a moment of blissful well that another way of talking about the web is that there are different levels of magnification for example supposing you take a piece of embroidery and here it is obviously in front of you an ordered and beautiful object then you take out a microscope and you look 
at the individual threads. At a certain point, as you turn up the microscope, you'll get a hopeless tangle. It doesn't make any sense at all. The wrapped fiber that constitutes the thread is a mess. It hasn't been organized. Nobody did anything about it. But at the level of magnification at which you actually see it with the naked eye, it's all been organized. It's all been organized. It's all been organized. It's all been organized. All right, now keep turning up that microscope. Take one of those individual threads in the fiber that seems to be so chaotic and go into the constitution of that. And again, you will find fantastic order. You'll find the most gorgeous designs of molecules. Then to keep turning it up, And again, at a certain level, you'll find chaos again. All right, keep going. And at another level, you'll find this marvelous order. Now, you see, order and randomness constitute, in other words, the warp and the woof. Where everything is in order, everything's under control. In randomness, it's all, it's all been organized. It's a mess. 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 But we wouldn't know what order was unless we had messes. It's the contrast of order and message that order itself depends upon. And so in exactly the same way, it is the contrast of on and off, there and not there. In other words, life and death, being and non-being, that constitutes existence. Only we pretend that the random side of things, the disorderly side of things, could possibly win in the game of competition, or I would rather call it collaboration between the two. When you lose sight of the fact that the order principle and the random principle go together, that's exactly the same predicament as losing sight of the fact that all individually delineated things and beings are connected underneath. You know, just like mountains stick out of the earth and there's a fundamental earth underneath them. So all of us as different things, we stick out of reality and there's a continuity underneath, but you ignore that, see? That's the thing that's left out. It's all been organized. It's a mess. 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 See, I'm just giving you many examples of the same principle. 
still my being now. <laughs> Akira. He's got clout. Really? Deep down. We are, each one of us, everything that there is. Doing it this way, and again that way, and again another way. Doing it this way, and again that way, and again another way. Really? Deep down. We are, each one of us, everything that there is. Doing it this way, and again that way, and again another way. And that's what it keeps up doing forever and ever. Only, it has holidays. Which are called deaths. You know in the story of the creation of the world in the Bible, God works for seven days and rests the seventh. It's necessary to have a holiday. Holidays, holy day. The point is that a holiday is paused between something going on is of the essence of the idea of a web. A famous Irishman is supposed to have described a net as a lot of holes tied together with strength. So the holes are very, very important. These are the holy days. You see the holes. This all goes together. <laughs> really, deep down, we are, each one of us, everything that there is. Doing it this way, and again that way, and again another way. Doing it this way, and again that way, and again another way. Really, deep down, we are, each one of us, everything that there is. Doing it this way, and again that way, and again another way. That's what it keeps up doing forever and ever. So, there must be that interval. And it exists on all kinds of levels. It isn't simply that there is, for example, a sound that is sounded, is a vibration. And the sound goes on and off. Everything that we call sound is sound silence. There is no such thing as pure sound. You couldn't hear it. What you hear is that tap, 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 tap against the eardrum. But it happens very fast, so that you get more of an impression of sound than you do of silence. That between every little undulation of sound, there is also an interval. When you listen to music, you hear a melody. When you listen to music, you hear a melody. When you listen to music, you hear a melody. When you listen to music, you hear a melody. When you listen to music, you hear a melody. When you listen to music, you hear a melody. Really, deep down, we are, each one of us, everything that there is. Doing it this way, and again that way, and again another way. When you listen to music, you hear a melody. 
When you listen to music, you hear a melody. When you listen to music, you hear a melody. But what you hear, actually, that makes the melody significant are the steps between the tones, what we call the intervals. And the person who doesn't hear intervals is tone deaf. He only hears noises. He doesn't hear the steps. So that interval between whatever happens is as important as what happens. So we'll call these two things, the sound and the silence, the life and the death, somewhat analogous in weaving to the warp and the woof. Now, look at the marvelous way in which warp and woof go together. A piece of cloth is an extraordinary thing when you consider it's made of a line of string. Something that always struck me as a child. turn into cloth. Why should it hang together? How improbable. fabulous work and uh, she could do everything with thread sewing knitting embroidery make tapestries repair tapestries oh just fabulous work so I I've grown up in a background where thread is of enormous importance she made a living this way for a while so I was always amazed at the way you take a ball of wool with knitting needles, suddenly it turns into a sweater. Fantastic. But I found out, you see, the secret of this, which is that it will do this. It will hold together by this combination of warp and woof. Warp and woof. This process where one thread goes under the other, omits the next, goes under the other. Warp and woof. Warp and woof. And then the next thing does the same thing, but in the opposite way. Connect that. And they hold each other up. For example, you can put two sticks of wood and lean them against each other. And they'll stand up. You know, the Chinese character for man looks more or less like that. And although this is simply the brush form, brush abbreviation of 
what were originally the legs of a uh, little human stick figure. There's a story that Japanese children uh, sometimes learn from their mothers. The reason this is the character for man is that two sticks lent together, as I described, will keep each other up. And the one depends on the other. It's mutual. So in the same way, the existence of human beings depends on our supporting each other. Without that, no one of us can exist. Warped Wolf. Warped Wolf. This process where one thread goes under the other, omits the next, goes under the other. Warped Wolf. Warped Wolf. And then the next thing does the same thing, but in the opposite way. Connect that. But that, which may seem a little trite, a little sort of moralistic and so on, but it is absolutely fundamental that anything that there is, whenever we can say that something exists, existence is a function of relationship, of relationship, of relationship, of relationship. So inside B. Ah! Oh! Wow, side B. That was beautiful. Wow. Yo, come on, make some noise. Make some noise in the chat. Yo. Woo! This is emotional. Wow, what a great record. I haven't listened to this album since I made it. I'm really happy. I used to be. I used to have this thing where, like, every time I made a record, like, I didn't like it. Like, I'd made. I'd like it when I made it, but then, you know, by the time it came out, or if I listened to it a little while afterwards, I'd be like, all I could hear was, all I'd be able to hear was what I would do differently, you know. Or, um, not the case anymore, man. Every everything, ever since we started this hyper productivity thing, uh, exactly two and a half years ago. I'm honestly very happy with it all. It's all wonderful. It, Im imperfections and all. You know, you hear things that, that like maybe you do differently now, but uh, it's it's wonderful. That was a beautiful sight. That was a very. This is a much more understated album than I remember it being. It's very interesting. It's also interesting how it really contrasts really nicely with What's Wave Two, and they're supposed to. You know, this it's supposed to be this duality thing, and it really is. Mike B, what's cracking, baby? Says I listen to this one on Spotify nonstop. Well, get ready to listen to it on, on a circular vinyl. Is this pl is vinyl plastic? I suppose it's a kind of plastic. You know, I mean, this is basically. I don't know if you've ever seen that George Carlin skit, Earth plus plastic. He's like, you know, I always talk about this. You know, what I mean, this uh, we are nature. People get themselves so confused; they think they're above or beyond nature. It's like we are nature. You know, uh, a nuke is nature. Just like a beaver dam is nature. You know, you either trust nature or you don't. But Josh Carlin has this bit. He's like, you know, maybe 
People are like, oh, we're destroying the Earth. Uh, no, no, we'll, maybe we'll destroy ourselves, but the Earth will be fine. The Earth will be there and covered in plastic. You know, maybe that's what the Earth wanted all along. Maybe that's why the, that's why nature made us because it wanted plastic for itself. Earth plus plastic, you know. And uh, maybe the world, maybe uh, the whole reason for everything to come into being was because uh, nature wanted meaning wave on vinyl. Maybe nature just wanted this what's wave vinyl. Maybe that's it. Maybe this is the whole point of everything. Uh, maybe the whole point of everything was side B. Side B was amazing. Can we, be, I, like, I don't know how you beat side B. I don't know how you do that. Because, uh, you know, that, honestly, that had me emotional. I had little tears in my eyes and shit. I don't know why I don't know why vinyl sounds so good, but it does, baby. It does. What up, Ego Cognis? What up, Luke Ford? Uh, what up, Mike Bassis? Dang, what a guy Side B is. Yes, yeah, Side B is a guy. Milton Down says epic vibes. Joel Arrocho says dope. Alec Moran says so clean, love it. Command Eight says look at Akira's grin, seeing your work manifesting into reality. <laughs> I know, right? Austin came in. I always think about how Alan Watts and Terence McKenna had a hunch. But absolutely no idea how pervasive their words would be someday. I know, right? And uh, it's just early days on that. Both of those two gentlemen you just mentioned are going to be very, very, very big in the next seven years. In the next seven years, as we go into the neo-psychedelic wholesome age, uh, you know, as we plunge into that, those two voices are going to be very, very big and powerful voices. Uh, where they are now is nothing compared to where they will be. Uh, just you watch. You know I'm always right about these things. Uh, thank you, Austin came in for the support. Thank you, Mike B, for the support. Thank you, Pixie, for the support. Thank you, Red King, Joe's Bakery. Thank you for everyone who's locked in. Let's check out Side C. Are you ready? Are you ready for Side C? I don't, I, it's been so long since I listened to this record, I don't even know what the songs are. I don't know what's going to happen. What's the vibes? I just assume it's great because so far it has been. That was the perfect drop. Did you hear that? All right, let's get it. Oh, okay. Ooh. Motion itself is a function of relation. For example, if there is only one object, one small ball in the middle of endless space, nobody knows whether it's moving. Because you can't tell whether it's approaching anything or whether it's going away from anything. Because there's nothing else. So in that state of affairs, no motion exists. But if we introduce a second ball into the picture, and the two either come towards each other or go away from each other, then we can say that both of them, or either of them, is in motion. We can't decide which is the one that's doing the moving. Could be one, could be the other. Now we'll put three balls into space. And we find two of them staying together and the other one going away. Now it's up to the two of them to decide whether the other one is going away from them or they are going away from the other because two is a majority. And the vote always, of course, goes to the majority. The universe being basically a democratic organization.
once you've got that, you can see that motion is a form of relationship. Let me put it in another way. Energy is a form of relationship. If the universe is basically a play of energy, then you can say energy and relationship. Me and my mum when we walk back from the lake. Now, what is this saying? This is saying that being, existence itself, is relationship. wanted to make a song called So It Goes. It's one of those things that Kurt Vonnegut used to say, you know. I actually wrote a song called So It Goes for the unreleased third Akira the Don album. Wow, I forgot about this song. This song's amazing. We had a special little uh, guest appearance from Hercules there. Hey, thank you, Luke. <laughs> Bless up, Chris Allen. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Herc just saw a really, really big spider, bigger than his fist. Pretty exciting times here in Texas. Ooh! Man! Akira. He's got clout. You know the old question. If a tree crashes in a forest and there is nobody around to hear it, is there a noise? This question has been discussed in many futile ways. But noise, basically, is a state of affairs that requires an eardrum and an audio nervous system. Behind the eardrum. When the tree falls, it makes the air vibrate. If there is anywhere around an ear with the appropriate nervous system, there will be a noise. Because noise is a relationship between motion in the air and ears. If there is not any ear around, there won't be any noise, although there will be vibration in the air. And if there is some instrument around, such as a microphone attached to a tape recorder, there will be noise. There will be a vibration. There will be light. In the darkness, 
let's suppose the sun sends out light into space. Now, the space surrounding the sun will be black darkness as if there were no light in it, unless a planet happens to float by. When a planet floats by, there will be light. In the darkness. But if there isn't anything to relate to the sun in that way, then comes no light. Now this goes right down to the root and ground of everything. It goes down to the essence of your nerves, your whole being. That it's all an interdependence. There will be noise. There will be a vibration. There will be light. symbols of the universe is the Chinese yin-yang symbol, which you know is a circle with an S curve in the center. One side of the S is black, the other is white. So it makes, as it were, two commas or two fishes. And the eye of the fish is the opposite color. The white fish has a black eye, the black fish has a white eye, curling in on each other. This thing is called a helix. And that is the fundamental form of the galaxies. The great nebulae we see out in space. And this is basically too the position of sexual intercourse. This is lovemaking. And this is, you know, when you hold hands and, and so on. This is it. This is it. There will be a vibration. There will be light. In the darkness. There will be noise. There will be a vibration. There will be light. That's like, that's like a number one smash in heaven, baby. To get into the unitive world, 
underneath, underlying and supporting the everyday practical world. There have to be certain alterations in one's common sense. Now there are certain ideas and beyond these ideas certain feelings that are difficult to get across not because they're intellectually complicated not at all because of that but because they're unfamiliar they're strange we haven't been brought up to accommodate in exactly the same way that in past times people knew that the planets were supported in the sky because they were embedded in spheres of crystal. And if they weren't embedded in spheres of crystal, and of course you could see them because you could see through them, they would fall down on the Earth. And now when astronomers finally suggested that there were no crystal spheres, people felt unbelievably insecure. See? They had a terrible time assimilating this idea. Now, do you see what it involves to assimilate a really new idea? You have to do quite a flip. For example, there's some people whose number systems only account for quantities. One, two, three, many. So they don't have any concept of four corners to a table. See, a table has many corners. And a uh, pile of pebbles is, in that sense, equivalent in manyness to the four corners of the table. Now, they have difficulty, you see, in beginning to assimilate the idea of counting through and numbering all those corners or all those pebbles. But we've done that. And so to us, that is perfectly simple. But imagine the kind of mentality, the kind of person to whom that is not simple at all. And now in exactly the same way, there is here what I'm trying to explain a new idea that most people don't assimilate. And that is the idea of the total interdependence of everything in the world. Two seconds of whoop. I'm just gonna get some fluff off the needle. I was like, oh, what's going on there? That sounded a bit weird then. There's a big lump of fluff there on the needle. You see that? You see that lump of fluff? Look at that guy. Look at that fluffy boy. That rude fluffy boy. I was like, oh no. Oh no, is this thing balked? I was like, oh, there's a big fluffy boy on the end of the needle. Uh, that would explain it. That's the joy of vinyl, baby. It's just like, just that. Hey. 
Oh man, I always wanted to hear what this sounded like on record. The Buddhists in uh, Japan call it Jiji Muge. Jiji Muge. Between event and event, there is no block. And they represent this imagistically as a network. Imagine a multidimensional spider web covered in dew in the morning. Oh my goodness! And every single drop of dew on Woo! this web contains in it the reflections of all the other drops of dew. And of course, in turn, in every drop of dew that one drop reflects, there is the reflection of all the others again. And they use this image to represent the interdependence of everything in the world. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun, but it takes more than one. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun, but it takes more than one. She don't want it. In other words, if we give this dewdrop image, if we put it into a linguistic analogy, we would say this. Words have meaning only in context. The meaning of any word depends upon the sentence or upon the paragraph in which it's found. So that if I say, this tree has no bark, that's one thing. And if I say, this dog has no bark, that's another thing. So you see, always, that the meaning of the word is, is in relation to the context. Now, in exactly the same way, the meaning, as well as the existence of an individual person, an organism, is in relation to the context. You are what you are, sitting here at this moment, in your particular kind of clothes, and with the particular colors of your faces and your particular personalities, your family involvements, your business involvements, your neuroses and your everything. You are that precisely in relation to an extremely complex environment. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun, but it takes more than one. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun, but it takes more than one. If a given star that we observe didn't exist, you would be different from what you are now. I don't say you wouldn't exist, but you would exist differently. You might say the connection is very faint, is something that you don't ordinarily have to think about. It's not important. But basically, it is important. Only you say, I don't have to think about it, because it's there all the time. See, for example, the floor is underneath you all the time. Some sort of floor, some sort of earth. And you, you really don't have to think about it. It's just always there, it's always around. 
if, if you're, you become insensitive, you stop thinking about it. But there it is. And so in the same way, our subtle interdependence with, mind you, it's not just our plain existence. It's the kind of existence we have is dependent upon all these things. Also our plain existence, but that gets way down. The fundamental thing is existence is relationship. In other words, if my finger up here is all alone and the wind doesn't move and nothing touches it, it stops knowing that it's there. But if something comes along and does immediately it's aware that it's there. So, <laughs> you see, it takes two. We could have so much fun, but it takes more than one. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun, but it takes more than one. We call duality. Well, you can see, can't you, how duality is fundamental. It takes two. But duality is always the secretly unity. Unity. Duality is always the secretly Unity. 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 Yeah, I'm so happy that sound is so epic. Oh, wow. Oh wow, that's the end of side side C. There's only one more side. One more side to go. Wow, what a what a what a banger. Yo, that bass sounded so good coming out of that plastic polymer. Bang. Yeah, it did. Oh, oh, how you doing out there? How you feeling? How's this sounding to you? Um I was I was like taken aback by that one. I was like, Oh, that sounded so fat. That sounded so big. I wanted to take that straight to a club in, in you know, the, the late 90s or something. You know what I mean? And just freak them out. You know what I mean? Because if you took that back to, like, 1997, they didn't have bass at that level yet. You know what I mean? They didn't have that yet. They didn't have that. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yo. Turn down for what? What up, Alec Moran? I love how good this sounds. Cannot wait. Me neither, baby. I am shocked. Mike Betters, absolutely cannot wait to have these in my hands. Yeah. My man, halfway through Friday Side C, the bass is a bit squashed. Hopefully he's only a pressing error. No, it was because the uh, there was fuzz. There was, it was, I just, did you not see? It was the, um, there was a big load of fluff on the, uh, what do you call it? Needle. Anyway, we've got 10 of these. We have to listen to 10 of these uh, to check for consistency. 
so we shall. Anyway. scientific operation let's go back and check it was the dust or maybe it wasn't there will be light in the darkness and that's why one of the basic symbols uh, right. of the universe uh, yeah. is the Chinese yin yang let's check out that base now which you know is a circle it is worth bearing in mind that this record in general one side of the earth is, is pushed. The other, the other is so this track is hot. Makes as it were two commas or two fishes. And the eye of the fish is the opposite color. Yeah, that sounds good. The white fish has a black eye. The black fish has a white eye. Curling in on each other. Yeah, that sounds nice. Now this thing is called a helix. And that is the fundamental form of Ooh, the that's hot. Good the great nebulae we see out in space. Woo! And this is basically to the position of sexual intercourse. Woo! This is lovemaking. Love and this is, you know, when you hold hands and, and so on. This is it. This is it. There will be noise. I think I invented UK drill with this record. A vibration. This is basically like UK Jewel Records have bass that does that. There will be light. <laughs> In the darkness. Hey, hey. There will be noise. There will be a vibration. There will be light. Alright, boom, good news. The record is not distorted. It was indeed fluff on the needle. That sounds flipping huge. And uh, also, I invented UK drill. <laughs> Involved. Alright, uh, let's check out side D. Now, I mean, I'm partly I'm like, maybe we should have done that right at the end. But I wanted to check because someone said in the comments, and uh, it's important. It's important that, the, you know, this is a scientific thing. The whole point of this exercise is to make sure that these sound good. And, uh, you know, then we can we can go manufacture. We can press the uh, them in large numbers and get them to you. You know, this isn't a, this isn't a jolly. This is serious business. Serious business, brothers and sisters. Are you ready for side D? Are you ready? Make some noise in the chat if you're ready for side D. Oh, my giddy, giddy gosh. I just did. I just pressed play on my um, <laughs> this thing, not this thing. Hang on, first let's get this uh, needle clean again.
Spiky boy. we use explicit and implicit the very valuable words what is explicit what's on the outside let's say how we come on publicly explicitly we are thus and so we have a fight we're in competition say in business explicitly but implicitly, we've worked this out. We've agreed in a secret way that nobody knows about. That this competition is extremely valuable to both of us. Take it politically, for example. Let's take the situation with Russia versus the United States. Explicitly, in public, this has to be a big fight. These two ways of life, these two ideologies are opposed. They say, no, we are... But behind the scenes, it's all been carefully worked out. You bet it has. That this opposition has to happen. Because our economy depends on it. And their economy depends on it. And everybody knows this who's smart. But there are a lot of people who get taken in by the propaganda and they should be taken in because that makes the thing work it's crazy but that's the way it goes it's crazy but that's the way it goes it's crazy but that's the way it goes it's crazy but that's the way it goes. And everything works this way. When swans start to mate, they're not sure what they're supposed to do. And they, they begin to fight. I had a long talk about this with C.G. Jung. He lived on the edge of Lake Zurich. And he had a little summer house right on the water's edge. And there were many swans there. getting up after at the end of a conversation with him and we were beginning to walk back to the main house and I said isn't it true that swans are monogamous and he said yes uh, they are he said do you know I have had most interesting relationships between these swans and many of my female patients who thought they were homosexual and Jung wasn't a uh, sexual snob. I mean, he, he understood all the legitimacy of all kinds of sexual variation. But he said it has been a point of departure for our discussions. And he said it's a very funny thing that when they begin to mate, they start fighting. And they don't know what it's all about, then suddenly the fight turns into lovemaking. Underneath opposition, 
understand the world and explain its mysteries 
by analyzing the smallest, smallest particles of things that exist. Inquiring down, 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 what is this thing we call flesh or call steel or stone? What is it made of? Go down into the midst of it. And that's given us a certain understanding. But only half of the understanding. Equally important is not what is the tiniest part, but in what context is the tiniest part. You see? In relation to what is it? Just as the word bark, as I showed you, has different meanings in different sentences. So, the cells, molecules, atoms, have different properties in different contexts. Different properties in different So, what... Scientist equally needs to study is not simply what is anything when very, very minutely analyzed, but where is it? When is it? That makes all the difference. So, do you see? Everything is relative. Have no no need to get that anxious. Relativity isn't some kind of slippery morass in which all standards and all directions get lost. Relativity is really the soundest. situation that there is. be having any uh, any fluff causing distortion 
on this next record, which is an absolute classic. Now can we? Get well soon, Crafty Craft. Akira, Akira, Akira. Get after it, baby. He's got clout. He's got clout. Hey. Do you know this? This you is know. wonderful.
can't hear melody, he's tone deaf. He hears only a succession of sounds, but he's not aware of the influence. Now, most people are brought up to be tone deaf in respect to their own existence and, and the rest of the universe. They don't see the relation. They're not aware of the universe. And there you have it, brothers and sisters. Make some noise for What's Way 5 on vinyl. It exists! The Web of Life parts 1 and 2 exist on vinyl. They sound beautiful. They sound beautifully complimentary. I'm looking forward to uh, doing that back-to-back on both of them. Uh, I guess that's what we'll do. Uh, That'll be a very special stream and quite a long one as well. And, uh, you know, I might actually, like, have a joint or something. <laughs> when that happens, when we get these pressed when we with the final artwork, because that's what's that's next. I mean, I've got to ask you guys. I mean, does that pass the uh, test? Did that sound good? Enough? Did that sound good? That was the whole point. That was the test pressing. We were testing to see if it sounded good. Uh, I thought it sounded amazing, personally. It's Joe's Bakery says, 17 years later, the message of my favorite book became my new favorite album. Wow. Command A says, can't wait to see Akira do some vinyl scratching. Yeah, one of the, my projects coming up, once I finish this current album, I'm going to get do a bit more building. I'm going to build a nice big DJ booth that will actually fit record players as well as all this stuff. The issue I currently have is I don't have room for record players and everything else, and then I can start integrating scratching into the into the set. So wouldn't that be nice? WMIV says, press him, Dono. <laughs> Caroline H says, fantastic. My favorite song is the suicide one. <laughs> I like the way he laughs about it. I love that record. Hey, 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 what up, Squiggly Dick? What up, Savage and Chill? Uh, Milton Dan says, wow, what an awesome selection of bangers. Yeah, right? That album really holds up just as an album. It's just like loads of amazing songs. Loads of... And, uh, what, what a variety. What a variety of uh, sonics, of textures. Of, and uh, all... What's amazing is it's just all from half of a lecture. The What's Wave, you know, The Web of Life, that's two albums, very long albums, from one lecture. You know, uh, Alan Watts really is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, and I just want to take this opportunity to, you know, thank Alan Watts. You know, w- what an incredible uh, conduit. You know, what an aperture. What an aperture. What an aperture. My goodness. Uh, hey, guys, good news. Good news. Meaning wave vital exists. It exists. It exists. Yeah, it does. 
Kay says, is it too late to order mine? Uh, send an email to wecare at meaningwave.com and see if Marmadon can sneak you in since basically we're now about to get them pressed. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the deal with the numbers is. So send an email to wecare at meaningwave.com. Maybe Marmadon can sneak you in. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, you know, what we do know is that we have listened now to the test pressings. The test pressings have been auditioned with our ears. They have. And, uh, you know, and it is good. We found it to be good. What up, Squiggly Dig? Says, Meaning Wave exists! Yes, that's true, Squiggly Dig. Petio Cat says, Thanks for his sonorous voice. A beautiful golden voice. A, a beautiful... Golden Voice, John Hansen says, here late, here later. Uh, if you just got here, baby, you just missed us listening to uh, What's Wave 5 on vinyl. It was epic and beautiful. It sounded so delicious and good. And then there was a moment we were like, oh, no, is the bass distorted? And it, but it was, a big, it was a big lump of fluff had gotten on the needle. And we got rid of the fluff, and the bass was not distorted. The bass was perfect. The bass was perfect. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Did you hear that? Random Rick Ross voice noise just came out of my head. I was all so excited. <laughs> I was also excited because I just got some other good news, uh, which is we've just passed uh, another personal record. Uh, we just crossed 150,000 listeners in the past month on Spotify. If you check our Spotify profile, it says it at the top. In the past month, we had 150,000 separate listeners over on Spotify. Shouts out to the algorithms all day long. I just had a look in the back end, so to speak. And uh, we've had 1.38 million listeners on Spotify in total. But the graph looks like a very steep mountain. And yeah, we just hit 150,000 in the past month. We also had our most listeners on a single day uh, on Friday, just gone. Uh, uh, over 16,000, 16,200 uh, listeners on Friday. So things are going very nicely. Shouts out to you guys. Thank you all for being here. Uh, Milton Dan says 150,000 smart mofos. I know, right? 150,000 smart mofos, uh, most of whom have no idea that the meaning stream exists. Which is very exciting. Imagine you're, uh, you know, you're a, you're a Meaning Wave fan. You're on Spotify. You're like, oh, this music's great. You know, you listen to it. And then one day you discover the Meaning Stream. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that beautiful man with the, with the lovely Moulet who makes this music, DJs twice a day, uh, on Twitch at 7 in the morning and YouTube at 7 in the evening. Holy cow. Truly, this is the peak of recorded human civilization. Oh, my goodness. And uh, truly it is. And uh, truly I'm, I'm very happy. Uh, thank you all for being here. That was, joy that was joyful. Uh, thank you to everyone who's supporting. Thank you in Madness Lies Sanity. Thank you, Luke. Uh, I'll give that two bucks to Hercules. Thank you, Chris Arlen. Uh, thank you, Austin Kamen, who says uh, goosebumps, chills, may be linked to more connectivity between auditory cortex and emotion process processing. Hairs stand up due to increased electrical activity. Take a few deep breaths next time. Embrace it. That's right, baby. Lean in. Uh, thank you, Mike B. Thank you, Pixie. Thank you, Red King. Says, sounds incredible. Alan Watts would be proud of how beautiful this is. I think I think he would. I think he would. I think he did incredible work there. Uh, and I also love that, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard that quote of his, but uh, 
where he talks about how uh, he says something along the lines of, I'm very good with words, not so much with music. Maybe in the next life. And uh, the, the wish came true. And that makes me glad. It also makes me a little teary thinking about it. Uh, what up, Joe's Bakery? Thank you, baby. Says, discovering the album. This album was one of the highlights of 2019 for me. I drove all around Portugal in my camper, listening, and it made me fall in love with music again. I've since listened to it maybe 100 times. Thank you for gifting it to us and all you do. And uh, thank you, Joe's Bakery. And uh, you said lots of lovely things in the chat tonight. I'll be looking at the chat, and Joe's Bakery said something nice. Uh, you know, if there was such a thing as a music press, I think you'd be a good person at writing about music. Not many people are good at writing about music. I think you are. Uh, Nick Kikio, Sissio, says, get a dual router. That will do it for NetSwitch. Ooh, I've got to screenshot this comment. I didn't know that existed. Dual router. I'm going to look into that. Thank you. Alec Moran, thank you. And uh, thank you all for being here on this most auspicious occasion when we discovered that it is true. Meaning Wave really does exist. It really, really does, brothers and sisters. It really, really does. It really, really does. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's wonderful. Okay, so uh, we've just got to listen to the other 10 of each of these that got sent through and make sure that the sonic consistency is indeed consistent. And uh, then we can press it. So that's wonderful. And uh, we'll let you know uh how long that's going to take and uh you know so we have a better idea of when you can start to expect them to start uh you know flapping through your letterbox so to speak and uh this is very exciting and uh obviously i'm, I'm now very excited about uh what we can do going forward the potential going forward oh my goodness speaking of which i was working on the new album today and uh it's just amazing and uh, I'm looking forward to letting you know a bit more about that next week and playing you some songs from it quite soon. And uh, yes, and of course, this is the place to be if you want to hear such things. The Meaning Stream and the Meaning Wave Morning Show over on Twitch, 7-7, seven, seven, both sevens. You will hear exclusive things. Yes, you will. And uh, yeah, I look forward to sharing all that with you. Thank you again for being here. Thank you again to everyone who's been supporting. If you want to support the wave, you know what to do. You can become a member of the channel. Get yourself some fly emojis. Uh, you know, like Jim Carter there. Jim Carter's got a load of uh, Akira the Dawn laser eye emojis. That's amazing. Uh, you can become a member of the Patreon. Members of the Patreon or the YouTube at level four and above will get their names etched into the new album. For all time, you will be immortalized. Yes, you will. Uh, you can go to MeaningWave.com. You can get a nice shirt like this one. Uh, that says Meaning Wave on it, so uh, the Meaning Wave can exist, and you can let everybody know the Meaning Wave exists. You can go to Spotify and join those 150,000 smart people, uh, rack up the playlists, uh, you know, send them to your co-workers, that type of thing. What else can you do? You can go to Bandcamp and download the music. And, of course, the most important thing you can do is spread the good word of Meaning Wave. And, uh, you know, you can become a Meaning Wave missionary. Uh, ooh, that's just occurred to me now. That could be a thing, Meaning Wave missionaries. We could get you a, a, a missionary pack, you know, that's got, like, stickers in it and uh, and uh, Bibles, meaning Bibles. We need Meaning Wave Bibles. What we need to do is make a book that's all the Meaning Wave lyrics in a book and call it the Bible of Meaning Wave or something like that. All these amazing ideas just coming to me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, yeah, you could become a Meaning Wave missionary. And you can just go just walk around the neighborhood banging on doors and, uh, you know, wait for someone to answer the door. And when they answer the door, you just smile at them. You say, uh, hi, Meaning Wave exists! And then carry on about your business, you know, because you've done you've done your work, you've done your good work of being a meaning wave missionary. You see, 
See how it works? You can also do that in a digital fashion. Uh, say you're on Twitter, right? You go on Twitter and some people are having an argument about nothing useful. You could just b jump in there and uh, go, Meaning Wave exists! And just derail the conversation. They'll be a bit confused and then maybe they'll go look at some Meaning Wave and then they'll, they won't have stupid arguments on the internet anymore. Because they'll, uh, you know, they'll be enlightened, you know? You could save a life today just by uh, jumping in a conversation on, on Twitter and saying, Meaning Wave exists! You could also do the same thing on Facebook and uh, Instagram. I believe there are also other places where people have conversations. Uh, that's all stuff you could do. But in madness lies Lannis. In madness lies sanity. Says, shut up and take my money. Uh, very well. Indeed, these are all things you can do, but of course, what I would like you to do right now is join me for a buy five. And then if you want to carry on hanging out with the homies, you can head on over to Meaning Wave Radio 24-7 that's waiting for you right now. It's waiting for you over there. Waiting for you over there. Yes, it is. And so, yeah, buy five time it is. Buy five time it is. And, uh... Oh, good news, by the way. Hercules beat the devil today. Hercules beat the devil in Cuphead. He beat that devil. Proud of that boy. It was very difficult, and he did it. And uh, I don't think I've told you how proud I am. I am often. So I will. I will go do that now, after we've done a bio five. Woo! Uh, I feel very joyful. I've got to say. Can you tell? Three. Uh, <laughs> two. Uh, one. Bye five, you beautiful, beautiful meaning babies. Get wrecked, devil, says Squiggly Dick. That's right, baby, get wrecked, devil. Maybe we'll get Hercules on here tomorrow to celebrate and talk about his, his epic achievement and uh, destroying the devil. Anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, I'll see you at 7 o'clock in the morning on the TWYTCH and uh, over on Meaning Wave Radio. Pew, pew, pew.